0: Good evening, we're on Perek Chof, Mishnah Vav, and tonight we finish uh Chof, the second third of Masechah Kelam. Mishnah starts off talking about Sudden, which are sheets which are uh, usually used in order to lay down on, the Tumas Medras, and uh, the question is over here, let's say that I want to take these sheets. And I want to use them to hang up on a wall, to make them into curtains, or to put them as part of a sail of a ship. So they're no longer gonna be tw- tum tame tumus but uh, they'll be tame tame mace because they're still a cleat. Um question is at what point does the status change? So there's a three way machis. Peshamay says when you cut the uh the the sudden down in order to um in order to shape them for their new uh, for their new tafkid, whether it be as a curtain, whether it be as a sail. Basil says you don't even have to cut it down as soon as you put loops on in order to hang it. And Rabbi Akiva says only once you put it up. So let's see the mission inside. So these uh, sheets, blankets that we're tomei medris, and now you make it into a curtain, tohar min a medris, it can't be tomei medris anymore. I will tomei tomei mes, but it can be metame tumas Mes. Me emasai sayi tohar From At what point does it become tohar? Be'i Shammai, Oymrim says, me'shi yitover, only once you cut it down. Beshil Shil, Oymrim, me'shi kosher. And once you put on the loops, Rabbi Akiva, Oymrim, me'shi Rabbi Akiva says only once you, uh, you tie it up and, uh, put it in its new position, then and only then does it lose its din of, uh, Tomei Tumas Medris and move on to becoming Tomei Tumas Mace. Right, moving on to Mishnah Zion. Uh, Mishnah Zion talks about a machatzeles, which is a mat made out of, uh, different types of straw. It's hard straw, um, called kanim which was just used in order to brace the mat and so that it uh so that it should be firm. It was very uncomfortable to lay on. The rest of it was gemi, which was much uh, softer reeds, and that's what the person generally um laid down on. The uh, halacha is, is that if, uh, it's not usable because of the fact that there's too many of these kanim in the way, a person is not going to be able to lay down on it, so then it's not going to be tum, tumas tum- tum- Medris because it's no good for, it's no good for a mattress. So Mishnah goes into details and says that if a per- person puts the kanim, um, lengthwise on the mat, uh, and uh, that's the opposite of the way that it usually was done. They would usually put it uh, put it widthwise, because a person would lay down widthwise on on the mat. Many people would get on the same mat, and the length of a person would be to the length of the mat. Uh, this person, though, puts it lengthwise on the mat, um, which means that when the person lays down, so he's going to have these hard things going through his back. Uh, it's uncomfortable, so the Tanakama says that, that says that it's not a good mat and it's not tummy Tumas Medris. The Chachamim say that since you can sleep the other way, even though it's not what what's normally done, um, it's still going to be tummy Tumas Medris. The only time where it wouldn't be is if uh, you have this uh, let's call it like an like an arc, like a, what's it called an arc going through the through the mattress of, of, of these hard reeds, which would make it absolutely impossible to sleep on it without it cutting into your back. Um, another case, let's say that you put the reeds widthwise, which is the normal way, but there's not foot fachim between each, each reed um, and uh, between each one of the konim, which means that a person can't lay down in between the konim. So that's also tohar because you can't lay down that, that way. Um, if the Marcellus is going splits in half, so Rabbi Yehuda says that uh, it 's also tahar well so if the if the specific reeds that are uh, woven in that keep it together cut out come out it 's also tahar because it 's not it has no keum. Um, if the uh, if the mat splits instead of uh, lengthwise, if it splits splits widthwise, and there's still three threads holding it together, so then it's still tame because it still has a kium, and uh, you can use it. And then Mishnah finishes off by saying, "When does this machzelas become a Kabbal tuma?" We say when you cut off the outer threads which stick out. That shows that it's gemar at that point, it becomes a mat, which is a kli, to be Makabel tuma Tumas Medris. So let's see Mishnah Zion. So you have this mat where you made the kanim going the length uh, lengthwise, which is the opposite of the way that uh, you usually had it, and it's not going to be able to sleep on it normally. To it's not Tumma Tumas Medris. That uh, you can sleep the other way, so therefore, until you make an arc going through where there's no way to sleep on the mat, it's still tummy. If you make the kanim um, go the width-wise, so width-wise the normal way, but you have them very close together, you can't sleep there because there's no four tefakim space for you to lay down, tohar. If the if the mat gets split by its width, behuddha matara, says it's tar, and if also, if the reeds that hold it together, um, get undone, it's also tar, because it has no kium. arka, if it splits lengthwise, there are three of these, uh, reeds holding it together with, of that are three Tvachim each. So tamei, it's still tamei. Machzelas meimusay mikabel When is a machzelas mikabel tumah? Meshi tikanev when you cut off the reeds that stick out. Vigmar malacha. That's considered gemar And uh, with that, we finish parak chav. Hashem, next time we continue with parak Alf.